Scooby-Doo, where are you? <laughs> well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming Hello and welcome to a new edition of A Ogre so it's ogre. We're still quarantined, but I think we're still going to have a good time. I'm your host, Will, and joining me as per as per, let me say it one more time. Uh, join me as always, and as per usual, is my good buddy Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Will. How's it going, bud? I'm all right. Uh, and joining us as well is our good buddy Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey. Um. So this is our second uh post. Well, not post, I guess, second during coronavirus episode, which, I mean, I guess that doesn't really affect us, but hopefully uh, finds everyone that's listening in, in good spirits, or at least we can hopefully brighten their day with a little bit of our goofiness as uh, things seem very weird and uncertain right now. But, guys, do you know what today is? What's today? It is April 20th. 2020 uh, which uh, means it's for 202020 yeah for 2020 2020 i think i put too many 20s in there but who cares <laughs> yes and it's our 40th episode yes you are right matt it is our 40th episode on uh, coming out on the 20th day of the, of the month so it's 420 all around and you know what that means baking yeah exactly we're gonna get baked so Yay. we got we got a lovely display of uh, cookies and brownies and other assorted mm-hmm. desserts. These cookies are about to get uh, baked. Now, Chris, in particular, you spent a lot of time uh, preparing these desserts. Uh, we're just gonna put them in the oven pretty soon. But yeah. Chris, why don't you why don't you break down uh, what what you got for us right here? Um. Well. Um... I don't know if we can legally call them Scooby Snacks, but that's that's what I'm. Calling. Yeah, no, no, no. We should be clear that we had we are very, very uh, uh, pressed by our attorneys, and our lawyers, that we cannot legally say these are Scooby Snacks. They are snacks of Scoobies or anything along those lines, but we cannot say the word Scoobies and snacks right next to each other. So yes. With that said, what 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 did you make for us um, that aren't Scooby Snacks? <laughs> Um, I was uh, actually trying to think of a what would be the um, the Walmart great value name for Scooby Snacks. Well, I was thinking it would just be like a really long, complicated version of Scooby Snacks, like the snacks that are owned by one Scoobert do. <laughs> uh, that are owned, made, and to be consumed by the one Scoobert do. Mystery Bites. Dog. Doggy Discs. Dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doggy Discs. Um, so I've got some. canine cookie. What about like canine cookies? Yeah, yeah canine canine cookies. That's that's great. Yeah, yeah. It's a good. Okay. Um, these are. Uh, I've got some. Since we can't say the other thing, these are canine cookies. Um, mm, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I also made some brownies. And um, oh, nice. There was a. I had there's some butter in the fridge. Um, okay. It had a, a green label on it. Um, but other than that, it had nothing else written on it so oh. i mean i just use that butter um i don't know um 
uh, we'll we'll see how that works out. I mean, it looked like butter, yeah. so it should well, be fine. Well, that sounds perfect because today, as we know, on 420, we celebrate Earth Day. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it sounds like it's all natural products. I think that's something you were really stressing upon is that we only use natural products that we either made ourselves or that we found from the earth. So that sounds great. Yeah, it's got the ingredients got to be homegrown or, you know, like just, you know, grown. Yeah. Um, yeah and you, you made some special ingredients in our basement, if that's correct. Yes. Yes, we did. Um, and yeah, I've been, it has a very potent smell, but I, I'm, I'm sure it's going to it's going to taste fine once you finish it. So. Why don't we well, put these look, in? fellas, let's get yeah. bacon. Yeah, exactly. So, um, were we going to start the timer, or how are we going to do this? Um, yes, uh, I find that the uh, ideal temperature is 420 degrees. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty hot, but I think that's appropriate. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great baking temperature. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then, uh, Matt, did you make anything? Uh, I, I brought the uh, totally non-sponsored Doritos and Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mm. Okay. Well, you can't really bake those, but well, you know, you're covered, you got to cover it's the salt the with the sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, enough. stuff That's that you that counts. stuff that you uh, t- drink and eat uh, while you're baking. You know. Yeah. Exactly. It's like snack food for while you're yeah. baking. Yeah. It's great. All great right, stuff well, to munch on. Well, that's, that's yes. very considerate of you, Matt, and uh, I think that that'll be very tasty and fine. Um, so, I'm I'm admittedly not much of a baker myself, so I just brought this big tub of lard here. Nice. All right. And then uh, I, I have a bag of sugar too, so I just figured I'd kind of figure it out as I go along. I love it. All right, so um, without further ado, I guess Chris, why don't you throw that bad boy into the oven? All right. And then we'll just uh, all right, you get there, you go. And then uh, I guess set that to four twenty, and then we'll just have to wait, and then uh, enjoy these snacks after we talk about one two thousand two film called Scooby Doo. Now, um, who wants to start with their notes for this month? Oh, um, <laughs> I don't have too many notes, but I can I can say that at least um, for starters, I did finally remember to watch the deleted scenes. Um, oh yeah, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and um, I think nearly all of them uh, would have worked fine in the movie. Um, I yeah. agree. I agree. I think them being included on the VHS was like. Probably the the people who didn't want those to be cut were like, "Look how good these were. We shouldn't have cut these." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like these deserve to see the light of day. Yeah, um, yeah. Like there's like a scene where um, who is it? it? I think it's Velma. It's like in a locker room, and she like it's like it's, borderline yeah. terrifying. It's excellent. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like, yeah. It's like for some reason, like a different director did all the deleted scenes. It was actually going to be a pretty good film. And then they're like, and then Raja Gosnell came in. And it was just this like, this is looking too good. Yeah, this is looking too good. Any scene that's too good for my standards, cut it out. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the Velma featured stuff too. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, you mentioned I think last time the musical number, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just too uh, good to be true. Yeah. So it's just like they were trying to figure out what scenes to cut. It's just like, well, any scene that's too good, just cut that out. You don't to make the other scenes feel bad. <laughs> the other ones have to stand up stronger now yeah i think yeah it, <laughs> it, they forgot that seems really good and i also like the alternate opening with the the animated stuff yeah that was because good. it really oh, it's fantastic even though um the visual style of the characters was really on point i think having that animated scene um at the beginning really kind of drove home 
the motif, the visual motif of each each character. Yeah, and how it I have to yeah, assume how it gelled with yeah. the animated version. Yeah, I thought that was really good. And then, um, yeah, I have to assume that they cut that out because they figured it would only set people up for disappointment for the rest of the movie. So they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> what else was there? There was yeah. um, the flashbacks. There's another. There's a sequence with uh, where they show Daphne. They like explain the Damon Ritus a little bit more. Uh huh. Where where we we see Daphne get her soul put pulled out and the monster climb into her body. Oh yeah yeah. So that one, that one improves the movie I think for just clarity. It's not necessarily better. It's just like uh, it kind of sh- shows you exactly what it is that's going on here. Instead of like yeah, all I of mean, a sudden everybody's mysteriously possessed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to rewatch that one, but I mean, that one kind of makes sense for why they cut it out. Like, I guess that kind of sucks. Yeah, that, that's the one I get because I'm like, okay, this is a little clunky. Yeah. So, but the other ones, yeah, I think they should have cut those ones in. Because there was the flashbacks, um, and then there was um, Scooby Doo having a heart attack or something, right? Oh, oh yeah. I Scooby-Doo forgot about that one. Pretend to have a heart attack. I can't remember all of a sudden. On the plane? What? On the plane, is it? Um, maybe? I can't remember. I want... That might just be a really quick one, honestly. Yeah. But, and again, you know, like, nearly all of the scenes, they, they work well um, without re- feeling... I don't feel like they really would disrupt the pacing of the movie. I mean, the whole video no. of deleted scenes is, like, 13 minutes. Um, Something like that, yeah. And that's with the... Um, that's with the uh, subtitles and title cards in between the scenes. So if you think maybe, like, 12 mm-hmm. minutes... Of scenes, tighten up the rest of the movie, and you don't, you're only adding about ten minutes to the uh, oh, ninety yeah. minute runtime. And you can always sure. you can cut things out that made it into the movie, like uh, Scrappy sneezing on Scooby. You can cut that out, yeah, because yeah, that just makes you, everyone are, upset. That actually brings <laughs> me to one of my notes. Uh, transition. Um, the one of the thing I actually laughed at the fart scene this time around. The <laughs> but which one? Both but, parts of it, or just the beginning of yeah, it? Yeah. The whenever they're burping and farting, yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah. Um, but it wasn't, I wasn't laughing like at the movie and it yeah. being funny jokes, I was laughing because of how disposable that whole scene is. Yeah. Like, you could entirely lift it out of the movie and it would not make a difference. Well, I'm pretty sure, like, that and then, like, the like stinger at the end with the um. Like, where it explodes. Like, it had to be, like, reshoot stuff, right? Like, they probably just added uh, that in. Actually, the stinger ties in with them at the beginning, so it wouldn't surprise me if that was in the original draft and was just, like, a scene towards the end. Oh, so, like, he just farted, and then, like, they were like, this fart is really making the movie. Why don't we have, like, a whole scene where Scooby and Shaggy are farting? I, we... I don't know, man. Okay. I don't. I mean, I don't know for sure. I'm just speculating. <laughs> I'm just saying I think that the fart scene is so disposable that it's funny. Okay, but no, I mean I'm just I'm just wondering if they if it's because it's so disposable that they just add that in in reshoots later on when they knew the movie maybe. was going to be super kid friendly. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. Okay, yeah, maybe. Um well, uh how about do you have any other notes Matt, besides relating to that sure. scene? Sure. Um the uh the gang gets trapped in a ride that seems to be based on the general tropes of their escapades, and Velma realizes it and calls it out. Yeah. I just think that's kind of funny. Like, it's like a haunted house is like, there's a bunch of stereotypes, but this one is like, it's like almost specific to them. 
That's what makes this movie so interesting to me is that it's it's um, we know that it started out as one thing as kind of like a meta commentary slash spoof on the Scooby Doo show, and then halfway through production, yes. it, it the studio or whatever made it so that it was an actual Scooby Doo movie. So you kind of it's it's of both minds. Yeah, yeah, it has a little uh, a couple like remnants of that I think, and this yeah. is one of them. Like she, she, they're in there. They're trying to find an escape, and she's like, "Well, hey, this is based on what we usually do. Let's pull all these books off this bookshelf. It's probably gonna open a door." Yeah, and, and like it, it gets tricky when you. The more you think about it, that like those things aren't fictional to them. <laughs> That's like just yeah. real stuff that they've encountered in the past. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, very. I also. Yeah. Well, <laughs> exactly. then uh, Fred also like pushes back against that observation. What do you mean? So Velma's like, you know, we, oh, there's got to be a secret passage pulling the books, and Fred's like, really? You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, do you <laughs> have a better idea? He's trying to remain, yeah, he's trying yeah. to remain in the, like, blissful ignorance. Yes. <laughs> he's a truth. He's a truther. But, <laughs> um... <laughs> Then another note that I have is uh, that it's weird that Shaggy doesn't have any lines in the scrappy flashback. Oh, yeah. Like, because Velma's narrating it, so she doesn't have any lines. But Daphne talks about how Scrappy's peeing on her. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, Scooby, like, laughs at one point. Scooby doesn't really have to talk. But it's weird that they're all there and Shaggy just doesn't say anything. Well, he's in a state of shock. I guess, but, but like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just, yeah, it's like they don't really set up like a dynamic between him and Scrappy. It's almost like he's yeah. just a bystander in the flashback, mm-hmm. which is just weird for like your main character. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe he like lost his voice or something. And they filmed that late, and then it's just like they just cut all his lines. Maybe. I feel like that's what ADR is for, though. Right. That's true. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they just were like, you know what, this ADR guy, we put him through enough. I honestly, I don't think there's an explanation. I think it's probably just yeah. an oversight in this case. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like all he really gets is that like one reaction shot in that scene. And that's about it. Yeah. Other than that, he's just there. Yeah. <laughs> just along for the ride. Exactly. Yeah, he's just in the background of the scene, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, he doesn't like to get involved in family matters. <laughs> um chris any notes i didn't really take too many notes this time i was kind of like observing it and letting it wash over me um i have always thought it was a little bit awkward uh when monvarius is uh telling scooby-doo that he wants to sacrifice him and then scooby is like rigorous and then uh monvarius Mm -hmm. just nods a little bit like yes such a clunky end to that scene. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do think that there's the the one joke is supposed to be. I mentioned this last time that like he's bobbing his head he's like doing, the yeah. cat. He's like mimicking yeah. the cat nod. But I don't know why they just didn't end the scene there. I don't know why they had to cut back to Montevarius doing his weird creepy nod. But whatever. I definitely feel like. Um, uh, oh shoot! What's um. Rowan Atkinson was kind of wasted in this movie. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I mean, especially when you think about like, so Rowan Atkinson here, like he's a name, like people know him in those states, but like in the UK, he's like basically a like, yeah, like he's like Will Ferrell level famous yeah. or something. Like, yeah, he's, he's Tom Hanks. Like, top, yeah, I don't know if he's quite Tom Hanks. Like, he's more like who's like a famous. In terms of being known, I would say yeah. Like yeah, sure. I'm just I was thinking like because like he's not really like, known for his dramatic. Like he has done dramatic stuff, but he's well known more for the comedy stuff. Right, right, like, right. I know. I'm just saying in terms of like how widespread his like right. name is. Yeah, but yeah, but it's like for because like yeah, it was like this weird 2000 period where it's like Johnny English and then this where it's like they're clearly trying to like push him more in the states. It just yeah. didn't really work out, but uh, yeah, he was just. I guess they just had a villain character, and they're like, "Well, Scooby Doo's comedic, and we need to give this guy something to do, so <laughs> he can play the part." <laughs> um, yeah, he just, I mean, they didn't even really give him that much to do. He was—I mean, he could have been yeah. even more goofy than he was, but it's just like, yeah, um, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of times where it feels like they're like—they didn't really give him any direction either. Just like. Do something funny. Yeah, yeah. And like he's just kind of like flailing around because he's like yeah. you know like what is he gonna do? Like he's uh, he's acting scary. Yeah. Um, what if he just played Montevarius the same way that he played Mister Bean? <laughs> That'd be pretty good. <laughs> just never talking. Yeah, just like all his exposition scene is just it's just suggested or. The, the gang just figures it out as it goes along. It's like pantomime and, and weird faces. Yeah. And it's like, um, so what's going on? And. Well, I mean. Ironically, it would make it a more faithful adaptation of the new Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah. <laughs> I still think it's funny. The, the bald guy playing the piano. He, yeah, I like that. He's all dramatic. And then uh, when you remove Velma's. Um, uh musical number uh the entire nightclub claps because he did this this guy did this yeah for, like three yeah. minute <laughs> pi- really <weird>. piano piece <laughs> yeah um yeah anything else or is that those are all your notes that's pretty much all my notes i have two more if you'd like to okay yeah, go ahead uh one is that so I decided that the sequence with Man with the Hex is this movie's homage to, like, the chase sequences from classic Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Um, and that being said, they totally flush an opportunity down the toilet whenever there's the scene where they're in a hallway and Scooby's, like, pushing the cart with them on it. Mm-hmm. They're in a hallway, and they don't do anything with going in one door and coming yeah. out the other. That's, like, Scooby-Doo's bread and butter. Right. And Which, I I think it's a shame. Oh, yeah. Did they steal that from Benny Hill, or is that just a coincidence? They both do that. I would have to look at the dates. Yeah, I don't know if either. I have to. What I feel like they probably stole it from Benny Hill because it was like probably ten years before that. But I don't know. Probably. Not, yeah. But it, I would maybe not st- so much steal as as homage or sure. Borrow. Fair enough. Yeah, steal is a strong word. That's a good point, though. Like I didn't think about um, that. That that's a very big missed opportunity. Yeah, that, yeah, the fact that there's nothing like that in this movie, and that's like one of the most known Scooby-Doo things. Oh yeah, for sure. At least yeah. they did have it's the just... uh, the walking suitcase. Yeah, they do get the uh, walking suitcase is a nice touch. Which again, it's right there as well. So it's like it's almost like this part in the middle of the movie they wanted to be this whole 
like oh like love letter to the classic Scooby Doo stuff, but didn't go all the way in any di- either direction. Yeah, because there's yeah. the suitcase. I mean, there's uh, yeah. He Scooby Doo like the sound effects. The sound effects. Um, he Scooby Doo starts. He takes off running and leaves. Um, a cloud of yeah, the silhouette. Yeah, his cloud, mm-hmm. a Scooby Doo shaped cloud. He, yeah, he even he does a thing like to the villain to like confuse them for a second, where he's like like he cr- trims his fingernails. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. cartoony. But then they don't do the hallways. I mean, the only explanation I could think of is that they just didn't have enough time to do the special effects because I'd have to assume like the, the goblin monster stuff would also be involved with that, and Scooby yeah. and Scooby Doo obviously. So I don't know, maybe they just. They just didn't have enough time to do that, so they just like did a reshoot of him of them just flying through the the window. I don't know. I don't want to. I'm not sure. I don't want to dunk too hard on Raj Gosnell, but I also imagine that the, such a scene um, <laughs> just went over his head. No, not not only well that, and also logistically, probably not something that he could edit together in a coherent way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which is, I know that sounds Maybe. mean, but he also made show to no, us. I, so I mean, it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he has twenty years of experience to to back up that claim. I think. Yeah. It's like I don't want to sound mean, but he also made show dogs. He he deserves yeah. it. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. I, I still haven't seen Show Dogs. That's I, I think right. his only film of his I haven't seen, as far as I can recall. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh boy. Um, Sorry, um, that got me. What was and the other note? Wa- that- yeah, just one last one is just that how does Scrappy become the monster without absorbing Scooby's soul? Because he says, like, he, he keeps talking about how it's, like, going to be his final transformation. Yeah. Um, and he becomes the big, gross monster. And there, and then he's still trying to get Scooby's soul, but it's like, hey, you know, you're pretty big now. You could still probably do some damage. Yeah. Well, he just doesn't have a soul. <laughs> he's, maybe he's going to be Godzilla-sized no. with Scooby's soul. Yeah, yeah, maybe the Scooby Soul, since it's pure, would do like a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he just pure carnage without the soul. Wait, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. Um. Without a pure heart, what 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 does it matter? <laughs> um. So I I have a few notes I can go over. Um, sure. One one thing I noticed this time that I found uh, kind of weird is that. Uh, Fred, Velma, and Daphne, when they, they the gang breaks up, they all go to their separate cars, mm-hmm. which is pretty convenient. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just so happened they had, they all had cars there. They, they you know, I actually take that. I take that as a sign. It, it's like a. That's a sign that things were already on the verge of yeah of happening because it's like they were already driving all separately. But I mean, that wouldn't make sense. Like if they like. I don't know, like, if they show the scene where, I don't, know, I, mean, I don't know how they could logistically work it out, but, like, them all coming in. I think it's show, don't tell, man. Yeah, fair enough. But, like, I didn't notice that until viewing, what, was this, four? Yeah, <laughs> of... it's a subconscious viewing thing. You noticed it, but you didn't. Uh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm just giving uh, you a hard time. No, you complimented my subconscious, which is fine. <laughs> um, Let's see what else I got. Uh, oh, I noticed that um, when they're on the plane and uh, that lady, they show the lady with the cat, mm-hmm. um, Velma's love interest dude, the goatee guy, is sitting next to her. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
I like how we, we keep noticing that that guy is in other parts of the movie. I mean, like I don't the, know what the guy's name is because I don't know, yeah, if, you know if he has Yeah, we don't a even name, know the but... character's name. This movie does such a bad job of showing him off that we're on like the eighth or ninth viewing of our lifetimes noticing yeah. that he's in scenes because <laughs> he just doesn't do anything in any of scenes well he crosses his arms he has a goatee and he wears and he also he's wearing the same shirt too that's the only way i knew yeah, it was him in every scene but like that's the only way i knew it was him because he was wearing the same shirt as well so i guess he owns one yeah. shirt <laughs> but yeah he's just a vacuum of charisma like he has he has nothing he's just <laughs> He, he, He's the opposite of charisma. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this dude's just a really good actor, and this was his best work. But I mean, <laughs> w- w- the evidence that's presented here suggests otherwise. That makes me want to keep an eye out for Melvin Dew in other scenes. I think Melvin <laughs> Dew should have been the love interest for Velma. Yeah, that dude. Whoa. He only has two lines in this whole movie. Well, actually, no, he has one line in this movie, and each time he kills it. Like, he's great. He's, like, one of the You're best right. parts. He should have been the love interest. Yeah. Give, Get rid of this goatee guy. To, yeah, goatee. No, no name goatee. <laughs> give me Melvin Dew. Now, yeah. you've, now you've killed two birds with one yeah. joke. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's like, what's your name? Do? It's like, what? And then, yeah, he, he, the potential's here. Yeah, missed opportunity. Or you have um, it be a reveal. Velma starts dating a guy named Mel, so it's Vel and Mel. <laughs> yeah. And then and then they're at the restaurant, and the guy's like, "Hey, do we got a Scooby Doo or yeah. or Mister Doo anyway?" Yeah. And then yeah, you reveal you. it. Um. So I've noticed before yet, yeah, like obviously Chaggy talks about uh, when he's doing the crane scene. He talks about uh, how Fred told him he should learn French, and then, like he's like, "You don't have to know French to appreciate Vu." Was it Voodoo Acousseic Contois? Which yeah, obviously, like that. which I mean, this time I didn't really, until this time I didn't really put into consideration that in this camp, in this family movie for children, our character of Shaggy is saying in French, "Would you like to have sex with me?" Tonight? Oh, is that what? <laughs> is that what he says? Yeah. Is it like a reference to a song or something? Yeah, the song Voodoo Acousseic Contois de Toi. Oh, okay. You don't know, you ever heard that song? I. It sounds familiar. You probably heard it, you just but yeah, yeah, like the whole the song is just it's French for would you like to have sex with me tonight? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And that's the that the joke is obviously that like you don't have to know what that means to appreciate that song because he's like oblivious right. that means uh, would you like to have sex with me tonight? <laughs> but just the weirdness of him saying like the character of Shaggy in this PG movie saying yeah. indirectly to a woman character is just really weird. <laughs> It's like that's a joke left over from the more adult version that didn't get noticed because it's in another language. Yeah, which um, reminds me of a, another note I had, which is that when um, what's his what's uh, what's her name? Mary Jane, when she says nobody has given me a self dismembered head before. Yeah, that that feels like a James Gunn line to me. Like yeah, I, definitely. Like I don't know, like his influence is kind of touch and go in this movie but that def- that line in particular just felt very james gunny to me and when uh, in a good way. he says obviously the, the big the popular one is um he says that uh mary jane is his favorite name yeah yeah 
Yeah, which is weird because I know um when Matt you gave me that script like one of the biggest surprises for me is that Mary Jane is just not in it at all. <laughs> oh, that's right. So Mary Jane, I guess, is just like a character that came in like pretty late into the process. Yeah, they wanted to give Shaggy a love interest. Yeah. To probably for a wedge between him and Scooby. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know why it feels very appropriate to talk about Mary Jane this month, but I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I anyway. bet she likes to bake. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, you know. I mean, not to assume anything, you know, not to gender her, but I mean. No, I'm. I. I. I don't think gender's got anything to do with it. Sure. Fair enough. Um. Um. So. Speaking of which, how much longer is that timer on those on those cookies and brownies? Um, we are almost there, I think. All right. Well, Will, there's probably enough time for you to finish off your notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've only got a few more for this time. Um, so, uh, just a small thing. Um, I do think it's kind of amusing that the guy at the bar that has the eye patch lifts his eye patch to try to find Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's like a nice little, you know, nice little mini sight gag for. Yeah. Um, I also think. It would have been good to show like how when the gang is um no dismembered and no longer around in those like two year period when they're not together if like crime had gone up or like there'd been more like paranormal activity or something like that like yeah some, that could have been a nice montage just, or something show the uh, yeah. show the the city is like this lawless like <laughs> cri- haven of crime and pit in the paranormal. With yeah, or even the, the reverse that like they really weren't like their actions didn't really have much of a consequence in society. <laughs> it's it was just that more like just them just having fun with each other. Or like the, the complete know. opposite where um it's like a utopia all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the the presence of mystery team creates this feedback loop of more paranormal <laughs> yeah. activity. The Batman theory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like the criminals knowing that they won't get caught to see no purpose in doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think there's a theory for the Smurfs too. Oh no, I'm thinking of a robot chicken skit. My bad. Um. And then my last note, actually two notes. Uh, one when they're um at the uh bar and Scooby comes in and jumps into the Shaggy's arms and then Mary Jane like uses a dismembered head to kiss him. In the background, it's like it sounds like is that Destiny Child singing? A version of the Scooby Doo theme song. I'd, I'd have to okay. listen in the movie. I don't yeah, know off the top of my me too. Head. Yeah, I don't know, just I didn't notice that until now. But I was just like, is that Destiny's Child singing the Which Scooby scene? Doo? The scene where um, it was right after the claw machine, and then after Scooby Doo's running away from the monster in the forest. Okay, okay. And uh, Scooby comes in, jumps into Shaggy's arms, and then it's, oh yeah, and that reminds me of another thing. Where do we stand on Bunny Man? Love Bunny Man. I, I'm a big fan of Bunny yeah, Man. Bunny we never talked awesome. about him yet. Bunny Man is the Thelonious of this movie. My man. Um, <laughs> no, I had a, a yeah. brief note on. I don't. I can't remember if I've mentioned this before, but I, I think the reveal, the initial reveal of the monster, is kind of clunky. Oh, just in the forest. You yeah. Mean? Yeah. I mean, it feels like that's another it's scene anticlimactic. That feels like a scene that is also kind of added in later because it felt like initially it was supposed to be. Like when Fred Fred goes like absolutely no monsters, and that would have been the first time we see the monsters. Yeah, yeah. But then like they added that scene because they need more like Scooby Doo or something. So I don't know. Yeah, it's like he kind of just shows up instead of like being a surprising reveal. But 
Um, Roger Gosnell. Yeah, you know, Master Salty, Roger Gosnell. <laughs> um, and then my last note is, uh, so I've noticed there's like a lot of choking in this movie. Choking? <laughs> yeah, like there's like at least four characters that get choked, <laughs> which is just kind of weird to me. Uh, including a scene where Scooby-Doo gets choked, which the more I watch this movie, the more I'm like kind of put off by it. There's a scene where our canine main character gets choked. <laughs> I wasn't really trying to be a joke about that. It just, it generally kind of upsets me. No, I know. <laughs> it's, it's just wild. I never realized it. Yeah. I mean, does that bother any of you guys at all? Or is it just, I, I don't know if I noticed that all to keep an eye out for it next time. It's a scene where um, they catch up with Mary Jane, and then uh, she chokes Shaggy, and then she, like, the next shot is just her choking Scooby Doo. Like she's and he has, like, picking like, him up, right? Yeah, but they, yeah. like she picks him up by the neck, right, so it's right. like she's choking both of them. And then you know, like that's where he's like, ah, oh, crud. And then like Scooby Doo's like, I told you, bro. Or what? Right, right, he's like, I told you so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, no, I I think. It's probably just because it's like a quick and easy way to show violence without um, using any weapons or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. It's like very understandably wrong. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So those are mostly my notes. Nice. Oh, wait. Oh, actually, one last thing. Um, So I recently rewatched Pinocchio. And uh, Spooky Island this time reminded me a good bit of uh, Pleasure, <laughs> Pleasure Island. Island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, including the, you know, luring young, you know, party-loving kids and teenagers. And Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray is in Pinocchio. That's true, yeah. The the, the surprise and uh, I would say fitting inclusion of Sugar an, Ray in an 1940s Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now I want to edit that together and put it just, a, <laughs> just like the same scene, but instead of uh, uh, Daphne, it's, um, it's Pinocchio. Pinocchio. I, I was thinking I could just edit in the clips from both movies together. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the like the scene where like all the kids are running around and like grabbing cigars yeah. and stuff, and then you just see Sugar Ray just farting. <laughs> yeah, you just intercut. Yeah, just intercut them. <laughs> that's that's funny. <laughs> uh, well, oh hey, I think I just heard the timer on the oven. Oh nice, off. yeah, all right, nice. all right, bacon some brownies. All right, yes, I'm very excited for these brownies. Talk about toasted. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, cheers, gentlemen. That's a reference. <laughs> I'm just going to drink some of my water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, these are a little hot. Oh, ow. Ow. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, here we go. Oh. Oh, nice. Mm. Nice and soft. That's the way oh, yeah. Mm. Real chocolatey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a weird bitter taste in there, but it's kind of good. Yeah. I think it was about <laughs> butter. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, these things are funny. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Uh. <laughs> well, I guess that's as good a place of yeah. any as to wrap up. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm going to need to lie down. These make these yeah. brownies are making me feel a little funny. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, happy, uh, happy Earth Day, everybody. Happy 420. Happy Earth Day. Happy Woo! Earth Day. Um, hope you're staying safe and having fun. Uh, you too, Will. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's wrap things up. Uh, I'm Will. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And remember, kids, it ain't ogre. Till it's ogre. <laughs> uh, see ya. Goodbye, everybody. So much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see. Hey, school, that was fun. Let's grab another skateboard and, like, do it again, huh?